Do I start, or do I start Tony Romo at home against the Giants? I think I have to start Tony Romo. Well, because Tony Romo went off against the Giants last year. I just can't believe you did. You tried to, you tried to stealth me into watching the bridge when I came over today. No, I, I didn't. Sh- I knew it was almost over. I show up to record, and Brent's and, and Brent's wife Tressa says, "Hey, hey, Ray. Oh, hold on. We're, we're not watching, done a, watching, we're watching the bridge. a show that you hate. Whatever. You watched the last one second of it, and you watched the coming attractions of next week's The Bridge. Yeah, and I'm still not going to watch it. It's not very good." Hey, everybody, and welcome back to, what is this, episode 18 of Ray's and Brent. And I'm Ray. I'm Brent. And this is a show about sports. And the bridge. And the bridge. And how the bridge is awesome. It is not. And how Ray is wrong. I am not. It is actually not a very good show at all. Although Ray's only seen one half of one episode. I watched the the entire two-hour pilot, and I did not care for it. Did you watch it in the same way that you paid attention during our draft this weekend? We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. Me and Brent, uh, we have had our fantasy draft for the league we share together, Hollywood Fantasy on ESPNs. We draft together like ram a lam a lam a lam a ding a ding a dong He took Antonio Gates and every single Philadelphia Eagle is eligible. Okay. Sam, Sam, dang it, bang it, bang We'll get to this in a little bit. I'll just say, okay, despite the fact that I, I pride myself on my fantasy knowledge, some mistakes, yes, were made, and I'm still going to beat Brent this year. It does not matter. I don't think so. I think it's how they say it. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Except in fantasy football, where so much depends on how you start. On how you start. Yeah. This is all true. So we're gonna we got a lot of we got so much stuff to talk about, man. We got all the college football hijinks over the past weekend. We have the NFL Week One happening, which is very very exciting. We got the last round of cuts. We have crazy things happening with the Jets, and of course we have to. I mean, we got to fill you guys in on what happened with our fantasy football draft. Oh, anytime you mention your team, I just start yawning. My team, the Circus Lickers. Yeah. Sorry, what team were you talking about? I don't know anymore. No, what team were you talking about? Sorry. Uh, just, uh, You're talking about which team? You know what I'd like to talk about? The Circus Liquor. <laughs> See, I made myself yawn. How dare you. How dare you. I'd like to talk about closure to a Who's Getting Arrested Now segment. Who's getting arrested now? But yeah, we do have closure on the Chris Perez. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Christopher Perez, the closer on and gun off again when he's not you know on the disabled list for your Cleveland Indians who to, to quickly recap Brent would you like to cover that Chris Perez had a bunch of marijuana delivered to his house illegal drugs under his dog's name under his dog's name Brody Brody when did you start doing weed Brody Perez Brody is his dog's name Brody his dog's name is a Brody what is he just a big fan of Adrian I guess, yeah. Brody Stevens, yeah. Brody Stevens. I mean, it could, could Bruce be Jenner's anything. Bruce Jenner's son. Mm. No, Brody Stevens. Who's that? I know who Brody Stevens he, is. He looks like it. Brody Stevens is in uh, he's the on hang- Chelsea, He's on he, Chelsea lately. He's on the. Hangover. He's in the Hangover. He's the guy that's at the uh, like the 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 marriage pol- uh, or is it the one of those biz- businesses they visit? And he's a total d bag. Yeah, Brody yeah. Stevens. Brody Stevens. Yeah, he's just one of those comedians. You know, I saw him after the Hangover came out doing stand up, and he was like. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. I'm just in the hangover, the biggest movie of the year. No big deal. No reason you should clap for me. You know what I mean? It's like one of those guys. Like, So it's like when I've seen you do stand-up. 
And you're just like really angry, and you're just like fighting the crowd the whole time. And yeah, and I'm like, against you. "Hey guys, no reason to laugh for me just because I was in the Hangover." And they're like, "You weren't in the Hangover, liar!" Yeah, and then it gets really physical. And I was like, but "I had, but I had a, I've had a Hangover. I drank a lot last but, night. So, that I have one. I eat a lot of fatty foods. My <laughs> belly's hang, hangs over. Hey everybody. Huh. Hey Daisy. Anyway." Yeah, well, we have a little closure in the Christopher Perez. I don't know, Davey. We have a little bit of closure in the Christopher Perez story in that he's finally he's had his day in court. He has been suspended. Brent, you want to tell us? Not suspended, excuse me. He's on probation oh, no, he for didn't a year. Get suspended. Far be it for the MLB no. to suspend people from doing illegal drugs. He should have been suspended. Somehow not with all uh, the biogenesis he, lab going on. They dropped the hammer on him pretty good, man. He hey, had how much pay- is his fine? He had to pay twenty five thousand cents, which is two hundred fifty dollars. I mean, that's two hundred and fifty dollars. Sorry, Brody, no Xbox for you this year. Oh man, not even half an Xbox. Not even half an Xbox yeah. for Brody. Poor Brody the dog, man. It's a, it gets a bad rap in all this. And he also has to. Uh, he has a year of probation, and then he also has to. He has to talk to kids. Talk to kids about yeah. the dangers of doing drugs, even though he never admitted that he did the drugs. He, well... Hey, guys! Yeah, I'm Chris Perez here. I just want to say that even though I didn't do drugs, you also shouldn't do drugs. Be like me. But... Don't do drugs. Stay away from dog dogs that do drugs, you guys. Hey, guys. Are any of your dogs stoners? Am I right? When we rescued Brody from the pound... You know, Brody has a severe case of glaucoma. I don't think that we should be making fun of that poor dog. He had a life before we rescued him from the pound, and that was a hard life. I and mean, he's he's trying really hard to break his addiction, but it's tough. It's like it's like a weed baby. He like came a, out of he was a puppy addicted to weed. He's a weed puppy. That's right. That happens. That's a real thing. I think. Anyway, come on. This is so. Yeah. Okay. You have to go talk to kids, and you're on probation for a year. What do you say to those kids? You, I remember back in like the '80s when Dwight Gooden got busted for all the cocaine. Hey, guys, don't do drugs. I don't. Yeah, and and he went from being like this role model and this really positive story, blah, 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 to being like pariah of the entire community. I mean, he was was worse than what people think of A-Rod right now. Yeah. Just because he did cocaine in the 80s. I mean, like, a lot of people did that. I'm not saying you should because it is wrong. The point is Chris Perez for trying to pretend like your dog had drugs (laughs) into the house. Deserves far worse than what he got. Brody! I would call this not sweet, sweet justice. It's not In sweet, fact, sweet it's justice. sweet, sweet injustice. Sweet, sweet injustice. Ugh. But anyway, we've got a nice show going on uh, here today. We've got a lot of football stuff to get to. We will talk about our, you want to talk about our fantasy teams next to just get that out of the way? Let's do it. All right, man. We'll be right back after three seconds of ACDC. Hey, everybody. We are back on the show. We're going to talk a little fantasy football right now. As, uh, I think it's, I think Brent has something he'd like to co- just concede right now, right? You yes, just want to concede I will fantasy concede. League? I, I, I have to concede that my team is much better than yours. This is horrifying. And this is not true. You didn't even follow any of your own advice. I did. Well, like I said before, some mistakes were made. Here's, here's the piece of advice I should have put on the air, and then I should have listened to myself. Don't start drinking heavily five hours before your draft and keep going all the way through the draft. Here's what I take from your team. If you, were, if you were a character on the Big Lebowski, you would say, I love the freaking Eagles, man. 
It's all true. <laughs> I did not realize until the next morning when I woke up to find out exactly what my team looked like, how many Philadelphia Eagles. So here's the deal. Chip Kelly is the answer. Ray I drafted, really, really hope so. Ray paid $7 for Herm Edwards. He got Randall Cunningham. I did get Randall Cunningham on my team. Only paid $3 for him, which I think yeah. is a good... A good deal. I you got Ron Jaworski. Get the citizen, senior citizens discount. So. Ron Jaworski is my quarterback. Jaws. Okay, so running down the teams really quick. Okay, hold here. on. You did, Now, I will say, first yes. of all, you didn't follow one of your rules, which is like, I hate running quarterbacks. I don't like running quarterbacks. You and I both drafted running quarterbacks. I said I love Cam Newton this year, and I went out and I got Cam Newton. That okay? is correct. You hate running quarterbacks. You didn't even draft the big, young running quarterback. You drafted the old... Well, I originally, here's the deal. I Michael originally Vick drafted Michael on Vick. your Circus Liquor Lions. I paid $8 for Michael Vick. He was originally intended to be my backup. And then other parts of the draft happened, and I ended up missing out on a whole lot of other quarterbacks, and I made some mistakes were made, everybody. I'm not uh, going to say they weren't. I find the fact that you picked Michael Vick shocking. Really? Shocking. <laughs> really? That's where you're going to go with that. At least we're not... Drowning the audience with anticipation. Hey, you paid eight dollars for Michael Vick. At least you didn't pay K nine dollars. So yes, yeah, so I have three Eagles in major positions on my team. Yeah, let's just run down your 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 list of apparently. I mean, who do you have on your team that are Eagles? Okay, so here's what I mean. We could probably just do is just run down our starters and then turn around and then just maybe a couple notable bench players so we don't bore the people. So my starting quarterback is Michael Vick. My top running back. LaShawn McCoy, who I'm very high on this year. Yikes. Yikes. He's going to be great. 25. He's, he's a good... 20 touchdowns the other year. I'm feeling it. Yeah, he's going to be terrible. My second running back is David Wilson. Bought at a bargain because my number one wide receiver is A.J. Green, who I paid a pretty penny for. Most Stud. Anybody on my team? $42. Think about that. I didn't pay more than $42 for anybody. And maybe some of you out there in listener land can say, yeah, you should have. <laughs> What's your problem? Uh, backup core, uh, backup wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, also of your Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> My <laughs> shut up. My flex spot is going to go to um, Giovanni Bernard or Tory Smith. Uh, both of those guys fully acceptable running Solid. back wide receiver. Solid, yeah. My tight end is uh, Antonio Gates. I don't even know. I don't even remember taking him. So this must have happened late in the draft when I started to uh, drool on my keyboard and whatnot. This is your excuse for every time you have a bad team. You were drinking. That's my excuse for most things in life uh, that go badly for so me. So annoying. My uh, defense, it's going to be between the Bears and Patriots. I'm going to start with the Patriots, but those are two great defenses to get. And then my kicker, steal of the draft, David Akers for your Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. And I did, right after the draft, I traded Andy Dalton, who was my backup quarterback for uh, the tight end from the Bears, whose name I'm totally blanking on right now. So let me... Let me make so sure. I was able to solve some problems there. Let me make sure I got this straight. You traded away your best quarterback. No, I still have Michael Vick. You traded away your best quarterback I Michael Vick. for a backup you. tight end. Were you still drinking the, the next day when this happened? I may have still been drunk the next morning when I made that trade, yes. But let's uh. talk about, okay, well, that's my team right there. Okay. Uh, I feel like I got a lot of value in there. I took a lot of kind of mid-range players. I did end up, I mean, I paid $19 for my kicker, David Akers. That's only because he was the last player on my team. And I had $19, and I was embarrassed by how much money I had left over because I left Matt Stafford on the table earlier in the draft when wasn't I probably should have jumped your, up to get him. Wasn't that one of your pieces of advice also was don't leave money on the table? Well, don't. 19 is bad, 
But it's only it, well, it's, I guess it is only ten percent of your whole budget that you left on the table. Nineteen is bad. You won't hear me say it's not, but definitely you don't want to leave sixty dollars like my one friend did. So sixty one dollars on the table. Thank you for that. Let's talk about your team real quick here. Why don't you go ahead and introduce us to the All right. Fat Staffords. Fat Stafford! Hey, hey, hey! God, I hate you so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we start off with Mr. Cam Newton at quarterback. Ooh. $23. 23 That's 15 more than what I paid for Michael Vick. And well worth it. Uh, I have Mr. Steven Ridley at one running back for $37. Ouch. A bargain. No, he's not. Then we get Mr. Steven Jackson finally with a good team. Forty-one dollars. That's pretty good. That's that was a good pick right there. I'll give Maurice Jones Drew at my third running back for only twenty-five dollars. If he doesn't retire before game one this year. And if Maurice Jones Drew goes down, guess who's sitting on the bench and gonna be starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers in just a couple weeks? In Mr. Just, in, in just a couple years. Mr. Le'Veon Bell. He's not gonna play this year. Oh yeah. What's wrong with you? And I also picked up the little handcuff from Seattle Seahawks. Christine Michael. Yeah, I think where your team starts falling apart is the wide receiver position. Okay. Let's look at the wide receiver position. Let's do it. I have Dwayne Bow. Yeah. Only 15 he's bucks. Okay. 15 for Dwayne Bow. That's okay. Bucks, pretty good. I'm okay with that. If he's back to his two years ago numbers when they had a quarterback, then he'll be well worth more than $15. Well $15. worth 15 bucks. Yeah. I'll give Eric you Decker. On Eric Decker. Don't like the Eric. And how much you pay for Eric Decker? Uh, $15? Yes, that's too much. No, that's not way 15, too much. Not $15. Decker's a guy you no. should have gotten for 7 or Right, I should have paid 19 like you did for your kicker. It was a good pick. Uh, it was a good pick. Vernon Davis. Sometimes you got money Eesh. left at the end of the draft. You go after a guy, and I went after Vernon wait, Davis. Wait a minute. How can you make fun of me for going after David Akers when I had money left at the end of the draft? And then you just say in the next sentence, if you have money at the end of the draft, you got to throw it away. Because <laughs> Vernon Davis, 24 because bucks. Because all the kickers are the same, Ray, and you know this. All the kickers are the same, and there's only very few tight ends. All there. the kickers are not the same. There's one kicker who is a Detroit Lion. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Okay. Anyway, my defense is an up-and-coming defense. Terrible. The Rams. The Rams. They're going to get a lot of sacks. Rams for a dollar. And I have Pitiful. the kicker from Seattle who's going to score a lot of points yeah, this year. that's an okay Steven pick. Steven Hauschka and you got on him the bench. For a buck. On the, for a buck. On the bench, I have Sam Bradford. James Jones, who scored 14 touchdowns last year, just yeah. sitting on the bench. Yeah, no. Josh Gordon, who's suspended, just also just sitting, not on the bench, but sitting for the next four weeks. Maybe he's hanging with Chris Perez. He in might Cleveland be. Somewhere. No, because uh, he actually got uh, punished, unlike Chris Perez. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. So we could go back, you know, starter by starter, and you can see how I'm just going to smoke you this year. But there's no need to. I don't, I don't see to... that. I don't see that. No, so wait a minute. So uh, according to week one's projections, who's pro- whose lineup is projected to score more points? Yours. Thank you. Only because Cam Newton is thank you pl- because Cam Newton is playing Seattle Week One. Boy, that would be terrible. That would yeah. be ter- oh, I'll, t- I'll trade you Alex Smith. I don't need Alex Smith. Can we trade? I'll trade you Alex. Smith That was for Cam one of Newton. the funniest things that happened during the draft. Is somebody put you put up Alex Smith? I put up Alex Smith. Somebody to troll else. Brent. Somebody else bids two dollars. I thought it was Brent. It was not me. And then Flames, I think it was. It wasn't because I already had two quarterbacks. So did I. But and you I, know, I still were made. I still needed three starters at that time, so I just couldn't bid on Alex Smith. And then, and then you bid the you went up over the person again three dollars. Alex Smith for three bucks is not a terrible pick. It's not a terrible pick, but it's somebody that you didn't want. So I think we can, we got now. Do we have a bet on this already? Whose fantasy team is going to finish the year better? We, we have already, that already have right? that bet. Yeah. So now, are you willing to just pay me now? Why would I pay you right now? When Chip, here's the deal. Here's no. Here's the deal. Here's the okay. deal. At the end of okay. the year, Ray will be running naked through the streets. That is not the bet. We're oh. not betting that. 
No, the, here's the deal. Trip Kelly in Philadelphia is going to get it together. He's going to. It's like Colin Kaepernick and the Harbaugh uh, San Francisco 49ers of last year. He's going to have an offense that'll take a year for everybody to catch up with. All of the players I just listed on my team are each going to go for 30 plus touchdowns apiece. And each one in their own respective slots will break NFL records. And, and I, that's what I need to have happen if I'm going to beat Brent this obviously year. Obviously, Ray's drinking again. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um, I'm, very, I'm happy with my team. My team, I think, could be better. Uh, I did make some, make some mistakes along the way. Uh, I think I lost focus a few times. Uh, if, I, if I had one position I wish I could, I wish I could maybe upgrade my defense. Just because I, yeah. you know, I, I do like their defense, but I now realize, like, they have to play Seattle twice, and they have to play San Francisco twice. Well, when it starts getting really crazy, you can always trade me uh, somebody for one of my top two defenses. That's right. Patriots I will. And Bears. If you think there's a chance I'll make any trades with you at all this year. Yeah, I know. I would yeah, only offer no, you I would only no offer chance. you equal trades. You would offer me Josh Gordon, only, but only for the first four weeks of the season. Done. Yeah. All right. I will you, not. Said, you said yeah. I, did not, I would not take that bet. You already did. You said, yeah. That is not legally binding. Okay. Okay, overall prediction. Mm-hmm. So we know there's going to be 14 weeks in the season. Right. What is going to be your team's record? I want a bold prediction right now for you. I'm going to say 9-5. and 9-5? and five. Wait, it's 13 weeks, right? Or is it 14 and then two weeks two of playoffs? Two weeks of playoffs. Okay, I'm going to say 9-5. 9-5, and, five. Yeah. Nine and five. okay. Um, well, I think your team's going to be 0-14, I think, by that point in the season. How about 0-13-1? Oh, Are there ties? There's a tie, yeah. You can get a tie. 0-13-1. Oh, uh, I believe my team will go... Mm, looks good. 6-8? and 12-2. and two. I'll, I'll say 12-2 and two this year. I blow everybody away. I'll say you go 6-8. Six 6-8. and, eight. Six and eight. I mean, what's going to happen once Michael Vick, you know, his head falls off in week two? This is the great concern, but thankfully I've got stud of your Kansas City Chiefs. What Alex, if Alex Smith what? led me to a fantasy football Super Bowl, it would, be, it would be the greatest moment of my entire life. It'd be pretty great. It would be incredible. And still Alex Smith misses the playoffs this year. <laughs> Yikes. Well, putting up great stats, but not to Dwayne Bowe, who goes out in week one. Oh, my God. Against Jacksonville. Oh. Well, with, even if Dwayne Go Bo goes out, we still have uh, nobody. You have nothing. <laughs> you have Jamal Charles out of the backfield. That's you. Is um we have Anthony Fasano, dude? Is Christian Okoye coming back to just do run some routes? No, I think he's coaching at uh, Zusa Pacific now or something. He's coaching at Zusa. Oh, what was the University of Phoenix uh, already already filled? No, oh, he went to Zusa Pacific. What are you talking about? That's fantastic. So there's our teams. You decide. Go to Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Tell us who has the better team and why. Or don't. You know, it's all good to me. I'll, I'll sleep soundly tonight because I'm loopy and tired. You're, you're Lupe? I'm Guadalupe. Nice. All right. Yeah, I'll call you me. that from now on. So we'll be right back after three seconds of The Beatles. Hail to the Redskins! Valiant. Oh. Hail to, to the, the Redskins! Heroes! Hail! Hail to, the to Redskins. Michigan, the you're leaders and best! You're, you're singing Hail to the Redskins wrong. You keep saying victors. Oh, I'm, I'm. it's college football segment, Brent. Oh. That's the University of Michigan Wolverines fight song. The greatest fight song as voted by the fans in all of sports. Really? We also have the best uh, uniforms and helmets in all sports, too. But, you know, who's counting? When it comes to style and flair, 
I'm back, 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 back in, in a Michigan year. mood. Do groove, do, groove. Yeah, okay. I screwed that up. In any case, college football is back upon us again. How do you feel about how your Nebraska Cornhuskers did? Their defense is terrible. They so far, really bad. They have eight new starters on defense, so oh. it's going to take a little while to gel. Well, Not saying they're going to be good, but they'll be better than they were. In two months, when you play your first good team of the season, man, no, you that's, won't maybe lose a game. We're going to find out not this weekend, but next weekend. Who do you play next weekend? UCLA. <laughs> you think UCLA is good? Well. You lost to them last year? <laughs> yeah. So, Where you got them, at home or on the road? At home. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to learn a lot about your University of Michigan Wolverines. Week two, Notre Dame. Let's see if they can stop Manti Teo. Manti Teo doesn't play there anymore. So who's he playing for now? Um, he's playing for San Diego. So Houston's going to get dominated this week by Manti Teo. Well, no, he's actually injured this year. or this, this he's So far, he's not going to play. Manti Teo is injured. Oh, so the... So- the disabled list is going to get attacked by Manti Teo. So I'm not sure if he's actually injured or, you know, if he has to visit, you know, his girlfriend. Wait a minute, it's Ray. Too easy. It's too easy. Wait to, a minute. Isn't it too easy to make these jokes Wait now? a minute, Ray. Are you saying, are you, please don't tell me, you're implying that yeah. Manti Teo is faking something. Oh. Well, now that I, now that I hear it out loud, it's. It sounds it's cheap now, isn't it? Sounds like maybe he would fake something. Okay, I'm going to put this out there right now. Until Manti Teo actually starts playing, shouldn't we have a moratorium on Manti Teo jokes? At least yeah. until that first time he catches an interception, yes. trips yes. over his own I two agree. feet, and somebody makes a phantom tackler reference. Until that happens, we are anti-Manti. We are anti-Manti right? jokes. Like I just it's it feels so cheap right now. I mean, I'm sure people are still doing it somewhere and we just did, but it's cheap right now, right? We shouldn't be doing Manti Teo jokes. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Everyone's favorite punching bag, Alex Rig. Oh, wait. Uh, America's other favorite punching bag, Tim Tebow. Got his butt cut by the New England Patriots following week 4 to the surprise of no one. The fact that Tim Tebow did not play in week three against your Detroit Lions at all in the dress rehearsal game for the season pretty much told you everything you need to know. They were not going to cut him after week three because they needed somebody to actually get on the field in week four because it's not like they were going to play Tom Brady and Ryan Mallett for the entire game in week four. So they had to keep Tebow around that extra week and then out the door goes Tebow. See you, Tim. Even Josh McDaniels. The man who drafted him inexplicably in the first round for Denver, who's now the offensive coordinator in New England Patriots land, could not save the Tebinator. What's next for Tebow? Didn't you read a statement? He's not going to give up on his dream of being an NFL quarterback. He's not going to Canada. He's made a statement saying he is not going to go to Canada for any reason at all, ever. He wouldn't even play that game in Toronto if he signed with Buffalo. Yeah, why would go. he go to? They pass more in Canada, so why would he go to? Is there a league where they don't pass at all? Then maybe he should go there. Major League Soccer. Is there one that's just called like the auction, the option offense football league? It's the, called. There is. It's called the SEC. Boom! Everybody. Teo. Teo. Oh crap! I did it already. I broke my own rule. You are a rule breaker. Two minutes in. 
Yeah, and then all this talk about Tim Tebow going to the Arena League. They pass in the Arena League, too. What is this? Yeah, there's even... Yeah, it's just... Uh, but Brent, um, uh, Tebow has a proven track record. He's won everywhere he's gone. Discounting the fact that he went 7-4 and four with Denver and had that one good pass in the playoff game in overtime for 80 yards. He basically had one good pass every game. One of those games was against Kansas City, and like they were losing the whole game, and all of a sudden he... like. Falling down throws like a 70-yard pass. Can we forget the week that he went, what was his stat line? He went two for six passing for 19 yards and won the game. That's not because Tebow played well. It's because that defense was out of their flipping minds. But, Ray, this guy's a winner. He's a winner at every level. You play to win the game. He went seven and four. He won the game, Ray. You play to win the game. Seven and four. Who can't go seven and four in the NFL? <gasps> Matt Stafford. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Here's what I want to talk about, okay? Cause Ryan let's, Leaf? Let's not talk about... Let's stop talking about people that aren't playing, okay? But it's so much more fun to rip on people I don't like who aren't playing. Here's what I think is interesting. Wah. My most interesting thing about this weekend. One, I want to yeah. watch my own team, obviously. Well, you're, the other who, thing the I easiest, wanna... who gets the easiest call out the gate than Kansas City? Who gets an easier against the Jacksonville Jaguars? How does the team number 32 play team number 31 to start uh, the season? You know who else thinks they have the easiest roll out of the gate? The, the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. That is correct. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Uh, so I'm ex- are you excited? You're excited to watch your team, of course? Of course I am. But just for pure spectacle and I don't know what's going to happen and, and, and shout in Freuda, right? Mm-hmm. I have to watch Terrell Pryor. In playing oh Oakland, right? Yeah. Because they spend all this money on Matt Flynn, and Matt Flynn's just Mr. I keep getting money places and then getting beat up by marginal Why do players. Why people keep paying Matt Flynn to do anything? Like, this is blowing my mind. People keep paying him big bucks to come in and not play for their team. So Terrell Pryor, and then you juxtapose that with Geno Smith starting oh. because Rex Ryan put Sanchez in the game when he didn't know he was going to go in the game and got him injured. I'd like to just I'd like to create a nickname right now uh, for Geno Smith, the human train wreck, because I feel like every time he goes out there, it's going to be something that you can't look away from, but it will be horrific. Yeah, and then there'll be moments where he's good, but he's going to have a lot of I mean, whoo, he's going to have a lot of those not moments as well, though. So, who are you more interested to watch this week? I'm going to try to watch both of them, but who's more of a train wreck that you want to watch, Terrell the- Pryor? Or Geno Smith? This is an easy call for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would much rather watch Geno Smith play for the New York Jets. Just that the, the storylines around this team are just insane. Yeah. And also the fact that I cannot watch Terrell Pryor play more than five minutes at a time without throwing up all over myself. So there's that, too. Yeah. I'm I trying to keep my I think you're right. There's, it's, it's higher stakes in New York because... What stakes are there in Oakland? Aren't they kind of the... Uh, they, I the think, known worst team in football this year. Kind of seems like that. That almost seems like like if they lose their first three games, they're just going to try to lose every game to get the number one draft pick. Oh, I hope they do. And maybe this is we why they're starting Terrell Pryor. Pryor. I, see now, Terrell Pryor theoretically is getting paid now to play football. I mean, you know, above the table. So I think that's got to be cool for him to finally just be able to admit what's going on. And he now he can trade as much memorabilia for weed and tattoos that he wants to, and no one will get fired. Except probably his entire coaching staff and most of the people on his team afterwards. Yeah. When the season ends. Interesting. Raiders not known for their long hooks yeah. when it comes to coaches. 
We'll see how it is with the new regime now that uh, Al Davis is no longer with us. Well, I'll tell you, the highlight game of the entire weekend for me, I don't know if you're going to be able to guess this one. I think you're going to say Cleveland versus who's Cleveland playing? I am not going to say any game okay. involving the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think maybe we'll say the Redskins versus... No, no, no it's not the Broncos. Redskins game. No, yeah. no, no, um, no. Okay, Minnesota Vikings. You're on the right path. Versus... Your Detroit Lions, everybody. What are you talking about storylines right here? We're going to talk about two teams that both think that they have a chance to do something special this year. Minnesota Vikings. The Why, do they th- why does Minnesota think they can do something special this year? They think Adrian Peterson is going to go for 2,500 years and shatter the all-time NFL rushing record for one season. 2,500 yards. If you went for 2,500 years, I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, Adrian Peterson is eternal. He could go for 2,500 years. All day, all day, not all millennium. It's all, yeah. all millennium. <laughs> AM. We just call him AM now. All millennium. Well, to be fair, Adrian Peterson is the one who thinks he can go for 2,500 yards. If, if, you, if you talk to the people in not- Minnesota, they are on board. They think that he's going to do it this year. Here's the deal. Here's how crazy that is. If you rush for 156 yards... Every yeah. single game, 156 yards. It's a lot of yards. Still not 2,500 it's yards. <laughs> well, and then you have the quarterback. It's, why still, would two, you, it's wh- still a couple yards short. Why would you even ponder passing there? Christian Ponder. Granted, mm. it was Brett Favre was the other one. But but then you also have Greg Jennings now up. I mean, they really think they're going to make a dent in the Bears with Tressman there. They really think they're going to make a dent in the Packers because the Packers are taking a step backwards this year. The national media is giving the Packers way too much credibility for a team that I think is going to be in the fight for their life every week all year long with no defense to speak of. And, and as I said before, if Aaron Rodgers has any trouble, has any kind of injury issues, that team is done. So who's Clay Matthews? Wasn't he Defensive Player of the Year a couple years ago? Doesn't matter. Uh, B.J. Raji? Overrated. Yeah, he is overrated. Wildly overrated. Yeah, that that defense is not that good. They're bottom it's five. Built defense. on a, it's built on a couple of real strong players. They are going to rely heavily on turnovers this year, and that's it. But th- my whole point, though, is Minnesota, just like Detroit, sees this division as ripe for the picking, and we're going to know week one who the one with the most pride is. Uh... Interesting. Wow, that's an obscure <sighs> reference to. A group of lions. I think that's the truth. So I think that you're implying then that the Vikings are going to win the game? That is not what I'm implying at all. What is wrong with you? Your Detroit Lions win this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I mean, we could be talking a one-point, two-point game here. Last-second field goal kind of game. I really do feel that way. Really? Yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like D- Detroit... And this is not me trying to jinx Detroit at all. I think Detroit rolls them 48-17. Why are you maybe forty-eight to three. Why are I mean, you if do- it's even oh a game gosh. in the fourth quarter, come on. All day, more like all on the ground, more like all tackled up. You know what I mean? I, I honestly I do think that Detroit should win it pretty handily. I think they should win it at least by thirteen. 13 points it or more. It is strange to hear you more confident in my team than I am because I am scared to death. I am it, duking myself over this game. I am so terrified of that Minnesota is going to beat us. It's really it's not that I'm it's not that I'm pumping up Detroit. I mean, it's more about my lack of confidence in anything in Minnesota except for Adrian Peterson. Okay, that's fair. You know, even Greg Jennings, he's 
he's a little long in the tooth for a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Christian Ponder hasn't proven that he can, you know, you guys should Has be not. able to get the pass rush to him. And Oh, I think our pass rush this year is going to be insane. Now, here's the deal. What is your most intriguing game? Just taking the Geno Smith, you know, Terrell Pryor deal out of the equation, what matchup do you think is the most intriguing of the entire of the entire week one? To me, it's uh, it's tomorrow night. It's Thursday night game. You know, what Denver you have and the, Baltimore. Usually, you have the defending champion playing at home. You've got them playing on the road against a very tough team. And not only are they playing on the road against a very tough team, who's got a giant poster hanging outside? Yeah, they have. The, well, the NFL and their wisdom decided we're going to promo this first game. We're going to put posters up of both teams, big banners of the teams outside of the stadium. So outside of Denver Stadium, there's a huge Joe Flacco. A huge Joe Flacco banner hanging in Denver. That's got to be popular. Even Joe Flacco, when interviewed, thought that was weird. <laughs> That's insane. I'll tell you, there's a couple matchups that I think really did draw my eye. I think the one that I think is the most intriguing would be the Atlanta Falcons traveling to the New Orleans Saints. God, that's going to be a track meet. Oh, that's going to be a crazy game. I mean, it's at New Orleans, which you know is going to be crazy. New first Orleans. One to, first, one to, first one to 40. First one to 50. First one to 50 will be the, might not be the one might that wins the game. <laughs> but here's, Sean Payton's back as the coach. New Orleans wants to make a statement week one that they're back, that that last year was a fluke. And boy, are they going to bring the heavy guns out against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, this is going to be an insane matchup. And the other one I think that I have a lot of intrigue for, and I think we're going to learn a lot about two teams, Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the Chicago Bears. Two teams that, I mean, Chicago, just like the Vikings, Detroit, they think they're going to win the division too. Black and blue division. This is a black and blue matchup. This is going to be a tough, this is the kind of game I wish we could see in, you know, December where it's all cold out and stuff, even though I hate cold weather games. These are two teams I think would be a lot of fun to see in that environment. Right. Um, But Cincinnati at Chicago, if one of those teams blows out the other one in either direction, boy, that losing team's going to have a lot to answer for. Now, see, it's weird to me that you don't like cold weather games. I don't. Because isn't it, well... Not normally. This is a case I would probably make an exception because of the intrigue. But I always thought Matt Stafford, at least from throughout history that I've seen... When it's cold, when it's a cold weather game, doesn't he have magical powers with his corncob pipe and his button nose? No? Isn't he a happy, jolly soul when it's all cold outside and he's just, like, magical? Are you, are you really going there? He wears a stovepipe hat up on top of his thing, and he has two eyes made out of coal. Are you done? That's what they always ask Matt Stafford at the buffet. You know what he says? No. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to you at this point. So we'll be right back after three seconds of Backstreet Boys. All right, Brent. So go ahead and just, uh, I know what you want to talk about. We're going to talk a little Major League Baseball right now. Go ahead and just say it, because I know it's coming. What? I don't know. What? No, I don't know. what Did Detroit lose tonight? Uh, they may have lost uh, just prior to recording this episode, yes. Yeah, I was wondering if they were playing baseball, because they give up 20, 20 points. So I was thinking, well, maybe it's points. Maybe they're playing football tonight instead of baseball. We are not. In fact, it was a baseball. And it was score. twenty to four. I was, it was like, oh, twenty to four. They got two safeties. That's amazing for Detroit. They got two safeties. Dude, we got a good defensive line. Yeah, right. Tight. Twenty to four to Boston. Man, Boston just took it to him tonight, right? But that's the thing is, sometimes Boston's going to do that at Boston. Sometimes Boston's just going to, you know, not usually twenty runs, but. If a pitcher has a bad day or an off day and the whole team can just suddenly feel it, all of a sudden the, the runs... Is, when you play Boston, the runs can pile up very, very quickly. Boston, a very, very skilled and talented team. Just kind put, of surprising putting, this year. Putting dents, to, dents in the green monster. and 
Yeah, doing it like Wade Boggs, cranking him off the left field wall. That's right, like Mike Greenwall. Like Jim Rice. Like uh, the last guy to have a legitimate Triple Crown season, Carl Yastrzemski. Miguel Cabrera. Oh. What do you mean? What do you mean? You say Miguel didn't have a legitimate Triple Crown season? No, because it was fantastic. He was, because he was all fat, dude. That makes it even more impressive. He was, he was able to leg out all those singles. And then it was like mostly opinion that he won most all three categories. You know, you don't vote opinion, on categories. Opinion, innuendo. That's hyper- not how it works at all. This hyper- isn't college football. Was there some hyperbole in there too? And some onomatopoeia. Oh yeah. So here's the deal. Let me ask you this, please. Are you willing to? Uh, what's your priority for Detroit right now? Because Miggy is banged up. He sat out a couple games, and he keeps coming in. Should Detroit? Your opinion. You think they should sit him and get him healthy for the playoffs, even though that means he will not win the Triple Crown? Well, Crush Davis in Baltimore has started uh, picking it up. Uh, he's getting a lot of home runs now. I mean, he went cold for a while, and Miggy almost caught up to him, and now he's starting to go back on his own, you know, in his own element, in his own world again. And I'm not sure Miggy, even if he plays every single game, is going to be healthy enough all season in order just to catch Davis. So he's going to win the RBI. I think he's going to win the batting average. He's way ahead in batting average. I don't think he's going to catch those home runs. So what I would say is at the end of the day, we're up six and a half over Cleveland. We're up eight and a half over Kansas City to win our bet against and even, you. Even if, so just win the division. It doesn't matter. Just win matter. the division. And even if Kansas City, if that means Kansas City gets within three or four games of you and I win the bet, who cares? Well, then, then I start having issues. You know why? Because then Ray will be running naked through the streets. The bet is not running naked through the streets. What is wrong with you? Okay. We'll see. It's a swag bet. Swag. Ray will be swagger naked through the streets. No, that's not it at all. How dare you? It's a swag bet. You're not. Oh, Ray, I don't have any Kansas City Royals gear. Guess you got to run naked. <laughs> we had a bet. <laughs> I'm Brent. <laughs> that's not how I laugh. It's a pretty good impression. Yeah, it is. I'm a pretty good impression. <laughs> 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 I, I sound on. like I'm eating a freaking hostess cupcake, and I don't want any of it to fall out of my mouth while I'm laughing. <laughs> Oh, some of the crumbs spilled out. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay, well, let's let's change gears a moment because we do talk too much Kansas City, Detroit in this show because that's what we do. But let's talk a little National League. By that, I mean just talk about the Nationals. What happened to them this year? I mean, if there's one thing I can say about the Washington Nationals, they suck. Aren't they? Pretty sure they're like the hottest team in the National League right now. What are you, know? you talking about? It's the Dodgers. Dodgers are the hottest I, team. Well, they were, and yeah, the, I think the Nationals at one point were like ten games under five hundred. Yeah, they, they suck. They're performing well below expectations. Now and they're above five hundred, and they're only six games back in the wild card. What? No. Yeah, look it up. No, okay, hold on. Let me just pop this over. Oh, they are not six games back in the wild card. They're six and a half games <clears throat> back in the Still fringe. Game. I mean, I get your point, though. We were expecting them to challenge, like, high 90 wins this year, right? Not struggling to stay above 500. That is correct. We were now, not expecting them to be a low 80-win team this year. But this is why last year, and we didn't have our podcast last year, but last year I was... Violent. Didn't we, Brent? Didn't we have it last year? It was just live in your living room, you know, us just talking to each other. Yeah. Uh, this is why last year I was violently opposed. Like, why are why are we saving Steven, Steven Strasburg for next year? Seems Baseball insane. is such a strange game. If you remember back to when the Royals glory days with Brett Saberhagen, no. every other year, I Brett Saberhagen would win, would win 
a Cy Young, and then the next year he would go eight and twelve, and then the year after that he would win the Cy Young again. It's just a weird game. So you can't, you can't, you know, sit somebody predict, down. You can't assume you're going to be good year in you year out. You're Things be, happen when when you're hot. You got to go for it. I mean, who who? I mean, we didn't think the Yankees would necessarily be great this year. But what are they fourth place in their own division right now? But, but they're the coming Yan- on too. But the Yankees are only two games back in the wild card now. They're only two games behind the the. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. That is not a team anybody wants to see in the playoffs, especially in a one-game environment, Ugh. especially if A-Rod is still, like, legal. And then you've got to go up against, like, Sabathia. It's Sabathia. Yeah. Mariano Rivera. By the Mariano Rivera, 40 saves this year. Should he come back for one more year? Well, yeah, a lot of people are saying he should come back. I don't know. He clearly still has it. Like, I didn't think he had it earlier in the season, but it's but, hard to argue with the numbers. But do you want to become Brett Favre at this point and be like, oh, I'm retiring. Oh, I'm coming back. Guess what, guys? I'm gracing your presence. Well, there's also a difference with the way Brett Favre did it. Brett Favre would wait until, you know, into the part of the early part of the season. Right. But anytime you say you're going to retire and then you don't retire, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be compared to him. Yeah, that's probably true. Nobody wants to be compared to Brett Favre, the leader in interceptions, right? Brett Favre. Is that a John Madden impression? Brett Favre. Yeah. Brett Favre. I don't do a John Madden impression. Can you say, uh, Brett Favre, you win the turducken? Brett Favre wins the turducken. Boom! That was terrible. It was. And I think we've derailed our baseball segment at this point. Yeah. Uh, baseball's heating up, though. You know, next couple weeks we're gonna have a lot to say about baseball, and we'll know a lot by next week. We'll know a lot about. We'll be within about you know fifteen to seventeen games left of the season. We'll know. We're getting towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Be able to start talking about playoff matchups potentially, uh, and and stuff we're definitely going to be heavily interested in. Of course, there's a little extra football because now football's back finally. God, Ray, Ray, football. Very, very. I'm even excited about the Chiefs playing Jacksonville. Are you kidding me? And and that takes some uh, some Viagra. Uh, here's the deal. To get up for that, if am the, I right? Yes, it does. Uh, very well played, Ray. Ooh. I will say this. If the Chiefs lose to Jacksonville, you will not see a more depressed Brent all year. So what I hear you saying is, if the Chiefs lose to Jacksonville on Sunday, we should rush a Sunday night recording of the Raisin Brent show. I think what we should do is, you know, what will happen is I'll just be sitting here with a hood over my head, and you'll just like be, be pelting me with, like, you know, Spit, M&M's spitballs. or spitballs. <laughs> you know, it'd be nicer if it was M&M's. At least I might eat every one every once in a while. And you'd be like, nah, yeah, eat it. Eat eat your shame, M&M, loser. What, is that like a weird shame bet that's happening only in your mind? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that bet. Right. Or maybe you pelt me with it. You know how they do have those races? Well, now where they, they throw the powder on people, the, like the color runs, the like blue and... No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, they do this, these runs now, races where it's like 5Ks, where they, they're they called color runs, I think, and you run and people like, they throw like, at the end, you're like have colored chalk stuff all over you and you look like you're in that one, uh, that one festival they have in India. All right, well, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Back to the Future. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think with fly thing. All right, everybody. Hey, we're wrapping up the show now. That yeah, was it. Yeah, that's it. What the heck were we talking Good, about? Let's go for? watch some football. Are you ready for some football? I am. I'm very. There's just something about this weekend right here. Just getting ready for the NFL season to start. Well, we had last weekend. We had college football, but there's something about when you have both Saturday and Sunday oh football. Both. Gosh, when you get to wake up early, and we're here on the West Coast, which means being fans of the Central and Eastern time zone teams, you got to wake up like really, really no, you early. Just wake, it's just wake up at normal time, and then you just watch football. You don't have to, you know, 
lubricate for four hours. There's something about lubricating for four hours, though, and going to your your, your football game at 1 p.m. That's a whole wasted day. Except for the football. Except for the football. Because that's what you do, tailgating. I used to be a Detroit Lions season ticket oh, holder. Yeah, and we used to go out to the Eastern Market, and we'd do some... some uh, Libation. Ooh, and you guys are like eating lutefisk and some youper chips and no youper juice. No, what is no? I have no idea what you're talking. I know lutefish. It's like that's uh, that's um, rapper Ludacris's cousin who also tried to, that, to get into the business. That, the music festival out there, that Lollapa Youper, is that pretty good? No, these are these are worse than usual. Really? Yeah, they're pretty bad usually. Yeah, that, you know, that's a good point right there. Um, but yeah, it is that exciting time of year, you know, and just the fact we get Saturday football, we get Sunday football, and then you get to do your work and have your Monday, and then you have Monday night football yeah. every week, and you only got to wait two more days until your Thursday, Thursday football, football fix. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, and here in California, if you want to, you can actually go watch a bunch of really good high school teams on Friday night if you want to. Friday night lights. But I will not be doing that. Not interested. Not interested in high school football. You know, that was, I know this is off topic. One of the highlights of the Nebraska game was that true freshman from Chaminade High School in West Hills. Uh oh. Comes in and just like, it's like, I don't know, eight rushes, 64 yards, something like that. So cool. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. Our stream of consciousness episode of Raisin Brand. I think we're a little loopy. We got a little football on the mind. Yes. And we're just kind of jumping around topics. There's just so much we wanted to say. And since we don't plan for this show, it makes it easy to lose our focus. Yeah. Which is okay. Anyway. You can get Ray at... Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and give our contact information. You can do the show. Tweet at us at Ray Brent Podcast, or just tweet at me at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Wow. You can also hit up our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Go on there and click like on the page, and you can kind of see some good pictures we're putting up. Apparently, uh, Brent has some sort of Matt Stafford pick he, he won't tell me about that he says he's going to put up later tonight. So you got that to look forward to as well. Yeah, and if you guys could do us a favor, go on to iTunes, the iTunes store. Give us those five-star reviews. It really does help us out a lot with what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get out to the peoples. We're trying to spread our message. And we're just trying to, you know, get more people to be a part of what we're doing here. You know, go to our pages, post on our stuff, you know, be a part of the show. That's what we really want, the interaction with you, the people of this great land of ours. But yeah, if you guys if you guys could give us that uh, if you guys give us the five star review, give us a little something written in there. We're having trouble loading it. We got bad internet here at the Flickering Light Studios, so we're not quite able to bring it up. Uh, it's our preparation that really it really makes us a cut above everyone else. Yes, here at the Race and Brent Show, we do have a couple reviews. I know that we have some good, uh, really nice things people were saying on there, and some weird stuff as well. We'll be reading that on next week's episode because we can't get to it. But if you want to be a part of that, man, go on there, give us the review, man. It helps. Thank you. Yeah, if you want to write a bad review, do it, sucker. Yeah, do it. We'll read it on the air. We would prefer you didn't do that because that would hurt my feelings, and I'm a very sensitive guy, sucker. So anyway, I just want to go ahead and thank David Noel for producing and also... For drafting the worst fantasy football team I've ever seen. The Gridiron Heroes, man. They're for real. They're legit. you got to look out for them. Yeah, we'll see. We also want to thank the Trainwrecks, Jeremy Buck and the Bang, as well as you know Greg Lopez. We still give it up for Greg Lopez, right? Yeah. And uh, anybody you want to thank? Well, okay. I do usually make fun of Matt Stafford here. You what? Know? You? Yes, I know. But this week, I, re- I actually want to give him a little thumbs up. I, oh, okay. That's he has very this nice new, I saw him in one of those new commercials. They have the uh, Clay Matthews uh, Chunky Soup commercials, and Matt Stafford is also in them. So he's, they're no, no, really no, funny. No, 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 hold on. Because I, I've seen these commercials, and yes, Clay Matthews is in these Chunky Soup commercials. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember Matt Stafford being in the Chunky Soup commercials. Oh, he he played the Chunky Soup? Yeah. No. Remember, and then also they were like, oh, look, I can't even fit all the soup in my mouth. It's so chunky. That was when they were, they were just actually using Matt Stafford. And they're like, there's no way he could fit his big little fat body. What is wrong with Tons you? of fun. No. Orca. No. Corpse. I thought you were going to talk about the Matt Stafford tire commercial that he has with Adam Vinatieri. You know, Matt Stafford. And, oh, he plays the Michelin Man? What do they do? They use they hired him because they wouldn't have to. All they needed for makeup was just they just threw like baking soda on him or <laughs> flour, and it's like, oh, look, Michelin Man, free. We don't have to do any graphics, nothing. You are the absolute worst or did person they, or, in the world. Or did they they trick him into like, hey Matt, uh, just eat all these powdered donuts. I bet you can't eat these hundred powdered donuts real quick. And they're like, oh, take a picture of him real quick. He's the Michelin Man. Is that what they did? No, that's not what they did. He's not a fat guy. Did they uh, have uh, Tom Sawyer uh, whitewash him? They thought he was a fence, and they had Tom Sawyer whitewash him real quick, like okay, in, the, in the book even, Tom Sawyer. That doesn't even make the slightest modicum They're of They're like, sense. hey, can you, can you whitewash this great wall of China right here? And he's like, okay, I guess I will. And it was actually Matt Stafford just taking a nap. Are you done? Or it was like one of those Mentos commercials where, uh, you know, they just rolled him on a big white bench while he was asleep, so it looked like he was the Michelin Man. Are the, you done? Yeah, I'm done. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted. Seriously? What the heck? Sorry. All right. Go ahead record. We were recording. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm practicing my sound effects. What are you, Michael Winslow up in here? <laughs> Can you do the sound of a gunshot going off? Kapow. Now I feel the nothingness. Kapow. That's a, <sighs> that's a Winchester. And this is a a, <laughs> a forty odd. Kapow. Good night, everybody. <laughs>